Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, our featured guest is Lon Safko, and you can find him at safko.com. That's spelled S-A-F-K-O.com. Lon Safko is a serial innovator. He's an inventor, best-selling author, speaker, trainer, consultant, and the creator of the first computer to save a human life, as coined by Steve Jobs with Apple. He's the guy you want to be. You may not want to like look like him or act like him or have his personality, but you want these accomplishments. This is what you're striving for in your life. I know it, Startup Nation. So I brought on the guy who has achieved what you are desperately seeking out in the world. And we're going to get real. We're going to get personal. And Lon gave me permission to, he literally said to me before he's coming on the show, hey, Joseph, let's make this the most outrageous uh, episode so far with your first 100K. So I'm going to take him up on that. We're going to get real. We're going to get personal. And we're going to get into the mental game of entrepreneurship, the emotional game, what goes on behind the scenes that helps you get these achievements. Because there's a whole lot of mess that you got to lean into. You got to face fears. You got to take on family problems and issues and all that stuff. So Lon also has three U.S. patents, a fully automated company he started, 100% automated for the past 20 years, bringing in over a million dollars. Would you like that in your life, Startup Nation? Like full automation. You don't got to touch it. It just generates money for you. We're going to talk about that. He's also a 2017 Pulitzer Prize nominee. We're going to talk about why he never sent in his paperwork. What is that about? All right. So, Lon, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Well, that was a great intro. I'm really happy to be here. I love your show. You're doing such a great job inspiring entrepreneurs. And uh, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, and I wouldn't want to have it any other way. And I wish I had a show like yours when I was starting out. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Let's just talk about stuff and, and see where this goes. All right. I'm going to launch you into it. Share something personal about you, Lon, that very few people in your business life actually know. Um, actually an extroverted introvert. I, I spoke to 20,000 people in Zurich last year, got up on the stage, had a ball doing it. And then the after party, I was just uncomfortable being around people. 
Isn't that fascinating? Nobody knows that. <laughs> you know, so many people go through this. A lot of Hollywood actors and some of them are your clients. You mentioned to me earlier, famous names, Robin Williams and some others. And they are exactly that, extroverted introverts. They turn on like their star power. The light goes on. They perform. Everyone's attracted to the light, like moths to the flame. And then they shut that light off and they're like, get the bleep away from me. I need some downtime. That's exactly true. I'm the anti-social social media expert. <laughs> you should put that on a business card. I love it. Not good for business. <laughs> Not good for business. All right. So let's get right into the money game, Lon. My yeah. audience loves context. Now, I know you're involved in a whole lot of stuff right now, okay? If you could just put it all together in a package, like just bulk them all together, um, how much gross revenue approximately did your businesses do in the past 12 months? Is the IRS listening? I don't know. They better. <laughs> Every single thing that's legal. Got it, baby. Uh, I, I can tell you that it was over, way over 100K. <laughs> way up, that's all you're going to give? No. No, I'm not letting you get away with that. Give us a range. Like between uh, this and this. Okay, between 100 and 500? 100 and 500,000. Yeah. Got it. Actually, I, I kind of took it easy this year. I stopped traveling the world, so things yeah. slowed down a bit. Yeah, I get that. All Last right, and... And how long did it take you to get to your first 100K, say, in your main business that you're, you're doing right now, which is what? Uh, the, well, right now, the main business that I'm doing is mostly speaking, uh, traveling, and training. Yeah, I got travel around the world and teach top executives. <clears throat> Once the book came out, uh, I realized the potential, made some contacts, and the next thing I know, I was teaching top executives in Bangkok and Singapore and Shanghai, Dubai, Mumbai, uh, Vienna, and it really took off very, very fast. So that's awesome. And you hear that story so often about once you get the book out there, boom, the stages are yours. Is that always the case? Or can you do it without the book? <laughs> that is never the case. That almost, I mean, statistically speaking, you got a better chance of getting struck by lightning. And that's what I call it, the lightning strike of luck. Because you've heard, you know, preparation, uh, success is preparation meets opportunity. That's nonsense. You got to be prepared. You got to have an opportunity and you got to get struck by lightning. You just got to be in the right place at the right time, but you got to be there doing it to get struck by lightning. Mm. You know, in, in my faith journey, I say, uh, God hits a moving target. And yeah. I think what I'm hearing you say is luck hits a moving target. Yeah, you got to be out doing it or yeah. God. I love it. You lean back in. You threw a little faith into the business, baby. That's the way to do it. You got to right. have faith. <laughs> you got to have faith, faith. And anyway. All right. So, uh, Lon, um, so Startup Nation, here's why I invited Lon on the show. This guy has more accomplishments than I could read in his bio. Like, literally, I said, hey, Lon, no offense, but your bio is ridiculously long. Like, I'm not reading all that. Like, that's exactly what I said, right, Lon? <laughs> that's exactly it. So um, we'll put all the show notes and everything like that. You can find out what Lon has achieved. But I invited him on the show really to, to speak about the mental game of entrepreneurship. And, and I want to lean into that poll surprise. So let's get right into that. Ron, you got nominated uh, in 2017 for poll surprise. You didn't send in your paperwork. Here's my real question to you. Like many of my guests that have come on this show, regardless of if you're doing 100,000 or 100 million, and I've had both, they all 
struggle with the same thing, imposter syndrome. Are you wrestling with that right now? Is that why you didn't send in your paperwork? No one's ever asked me that. Oh, you're a dog. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. I don't know how you nailed it, but you did. Uh, what I do, I think, is good. It's not that hard for me. All that stuff on the bio is really not that hard. It was just tenacity uh, and a little bit of luck. So I just do it. And when other people, like you said, when you read the bio, it's like, OMG, what are you doing here? All that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I never even sent the books back to Columbia University for them to evaluate. I thought it couldn't possibly be true. And I wanted to quit while I was ahead on that one. I got nominated. That was good. <laughs> nominated is better than turned down, I guess. I don't know. I was afraid. Yeah. Now that's a real conversation right there. I know. Startup Nation, here we have Lon Sapko, mega, uber, successful, accomplished individual. He's done the things that you are chasing for right now. He's 52 steps ahead of you or exits ahead of you on the highway of success. Yet here he is wrestling with the fear of getting turned down, the fear of rejection. And in his case, it was just the, the higher fear, the Pulitzer Prize fear. So he didn't take the risk. Ron, looking back, what shows up for you on that? I should have done it. It was the only time probably in my career that I didn't just go for it because I go for everything, as you can tell, uh, mm. all over the board. And I succeeded almost everything because I don't give up. Mm. And on this one, it was just I, I didn't want to be turned down. I didn't, I didn't want chances. What's, what story did your brain associate to being turned down? Like what story, your brain creates stories about who you are, your identity, not good enough, not worthy, all this other stuff. What story did your brain create around possibly getting rejected or turned down for the Pulitzer Prize? Well, at first when I saw the notice, I couldn't believe that it was real. I couldn't believe that I created something that someone else felt that was worthy of that honor. And uh, it was really hard to, I still don't believe it, to be honest with you, that I created something good enough. So I didn't want to be proved that I didn't. <laughs> so I, being I, nominated is still, it's better than being nominated in the past. <laughs> I get it. Startup Nation, are you wrestling with the same thing Lon's wrestling with? Just know it never goes away. Never goes away. No matter how many successes you have, you're always afraid of that next failure. It doesn't. And, and, and Lon, I'm going to speak because you brought faith into this conversation. So uh, if Startup Nation has an issue with it, they could blame you now. All right. So listen, I believe that we all have a God-sized hole in our heart that can only be filled by him, by our faith, by our beliefs, what we stand for, something bigger than us. But we, we look for God. We're searching for God. We're seeking God in all the wrong places. We do it through money, through success, through pleasure. Those were my three gods, right? I got them. I, I had the early success. I was 19 years old, right? Multi-million dollar business. I got it. Pleasure, girls, all the works and everything. I was the most lonely, miserable, depressed, suicidal person you would ever meet because yeah. there was a God-sized hole in there. So what shows up for you right now in your life with that? If you're just continuing in being courageous and vulnerable and real and speaking to what start, all my listeners are currently in and you're, you're, you're standing up and doing the heavy lifting right now because you're, you're letting the light in, you're showing, hey, I don't have it all figured out. So what shows up for you right now? Well, you know what you just said, uh, money and fame, that's cool. 
I gotta, I gotta tell you, first class international flights and cars picking you up. And when I got to Sri Lanka, the, the city Colombo, there was a billboard in the capital of Sri Lanka with my picture on it. I couldn't believe that. That's cool. But you know what? When I went back to the hotel, I was alone. Mm. Uh, my wife was in the U.S. alone. She was sad missing me and I was missing her. And you know what? That billboard thing kind of wore off pretty fast. So last year, I came home and my wife says, you know, you've been traveling the world for 10 years. I take out the garbage and cut the lawn and take care of the dogs. I really want to spend more time with you. Wow, when a wife says that to you, a spouse can actually say that to you, you better listen. So I turned off the international, <clears throat> just like that, pulled the plug on it. And I have never been happier <clears throat> in my career. Mm. Still doing tons of things, but I get to spend time at five o'clock. It's me and my wife. That's cool. Wow. You really uh, reprioritized. Like, that's a courageous move. And I was so drinking my own Kool-Aid. <laughs> that's exactly it, right? You see the billboard, your face up on a billboard in Sri Lanka. I mean, talk about pumping the ego, pumping the ego, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That's really difficult to walk away from that. Reprioritize your life. Put your marriage, your wife first. Like, were you scared of that? I mean, you were scared to, to freaking move forward, Pulitzer Prize, but you're willing to drop all that? Like, how'd you do that? You know, all, all these years, the only, and I tell her every single day, the only reason I was successful is because of her support. If, you gotta, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to have a support network. Your spouse has to be behind you 100%. I mean, there were years where she worked until 10 o'clock every single night so that we could pay the mortgage so I could work on my next new idea, work on that company, and, and literally go years without any income whatsoever. So when she then asked, this is the first time she's ever asked for anything in return. So mm. she deserved it, period. Wasn't, I, it wasn't a problem for me. I love it. Startup Nation, Ron is just echoing what you hear me say every single week which is Lon is echoing what you hear me say every single week, which is uh, success is not a solo sport. It's not right. You need your spouse right behind you alongside of you. You need your friends, those who love and care most about you. And in my two cents opinion, you need your God, you need your faith and in, into your business. You really need to bring that in. So Lon, you're already doing exactly what we committed to, right? We're making this outrageous. We're getting real. We're getting personal. I know I'm making you uncomfortable with some of my- I have friends. never said any of this in public. <laughs> exactly, right? And that's what I'm known for as a host. And it really stands out. But you're leaning in and being courageous and you're showing up. And I, I for those watching our video uh, you know, side of things here, um, you know, you got choked up there, man. I saw, I saw your face starting to leak a little bit earlier, right? Why? Because we're getting real, dude. Dude, yeah, my palms are sweating out my eyes. Yeah, sure, Lon. All right. Listen, we're getting real about what's real. And I think we don't do that enough, especially in the business world. You got to get real about what's real. Like, Lon is getting real. He's saying, listen, I got a billboard in another country with my face on it. As soon as I get off the plane, I'm getting the private, you know, flights. I'm getting the cars picking me up. My ego is inflated to infinity, but I still go back to my hotel room alone. Yeah, That's what's real. 
right? That's what's real. And just know that startup nation, no matter how high up you go, no matter how much success and achievement you stack below you and you climb that ladder of success, you will still wrestle with the exact same things. We're all human. We're all the same in our struggles. Lon, let's talk about why do you think that 90% of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100K? Because <laughs> that's the goal. They're going to struggle. And if they're true entrepreneurs, they're going to do whatever it takes. And it's not easy. I mean, you hear it all the time. You know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And everybody can't do it. But the entrepreneur will stick with it. I mean, the, my motto has always been, you can't lose if you don't quit. Period. Hang in there. Stick with it. You will always win if you keep at it. And it's always a struggle. And I think the biggest problem for me, my first venture, um, I didn't know what I didn't know. I had no clue of what even the questions, let alone the answers. So I try to surround myself with people who had done it before, successful entrepreneurs. And they mentored and guided me. And I avoided a lot of pitfalls by doing that. But don't think that I hadn't been taken advantage of and had my company taken away through hostile takeovers and RICO lawsuits and bankrupts, near bankruptcies. So, yeah, you just don't know what you don't know. And don't get the entrepreneur's disease. Don't think you can do it all yourself because you can't. It, it really, it takes a village to build a successful company. I agree. I so agree with that. All right. So Startup Nation has been patiently waiting. I've been stringing it out this episode. Lon, what are your top three tips or strategies that you want to say to my listener right now for them to make their first $100,000 this year in the next 12 months? Top three tips or strategies you've deployed that have really worked for you. What do you got? Time and time again, the first thing is you got to come up with something innovative, something creative, not something that you think is cool, but something that your customers want to fill some kind of a need. And that's difficult because you think all the good ideas are taken, but they aren't. So that's the first thing. The second thing that you have to do is, is to test it to find out whether your customers really do want it, if it really is solving that need, or you just think it's cool. And then the third thing, and this is where 99% of the work comes, you got to build the infrastructure around it. And that's where I think a lot of entrepreneurs fail because they don't know that. I hate accounting. Oh gosh, I hate accounting. So I, first thing I would do is I would partner, not partner, but employ or somehow put together a relationship with an accountant. So I didn't have to worry about that. You can't be everything. Do what you do best. Whatever your core talent is, that's what you need to spend your time on and then surround yourself by people who do the kinds of things that either you don't know or don't like to do. But then once you have that infrastructure, now you can build it, test it, and grow it. And it's like having a child. You gotta conceive of that idea. You then gotta give birth to it. And then you've gotta feed it, nurture it, care for it, and protect it with your life until it's grown. I love it. Startup Nation, Lon is saying that starting a business is like having a baby. You gotta conceive it. That's the fun part. That's the fun part. Conceiving? Woo! Good times, right? But then it's nine months of what? Morning sickness. Labor. <laughs> labor, pain, right? That's a startup. That's your first one to three years. Let's be real about it. That's right. I'm loving this metaphor, Lon. What about you? <laughs> That's just absolutely right. You nailed it. Right? And then yeah. you give birth to the baby and you hope people don't reject your baby. You want <laughs> Say everybody? It's ugly. 
Yeah, you want everybody to think your baby is the cutest baby that ever existed on planet Earth, but not everyone actually does. And you're, you kind of want to be aggressive and force it on people. Look at my product. Look at my product. Isn't it cute? Don't you want it? Don't you want to give me money? Look at my baby. Look at my baby. But you have to find the people out there who really love your baby. And yeah. then market to them, spend your time with them, and then that starts to build. I could keep going with this metaphor into college. Yeah, you don't want them to steal your baby, and I've had that yeah. problem. Microsoft stole my baby. Apple stole my baby. That's right. And then when your baby gets to you know college age, you don't want to let your baby go, right? You don't want to scale your baby and put other people in charge, right? There's so many metaphors That's that right. just go together. Here. Strategy. Yep, exactly. That's exactly it. All right. So let's, let's talk about this. I, I really like that. Startup Nation, there's your top three tips. Create something your customers actually want. Not what you want, not what you think is what they want. What do they actually want? You need to speak to people. You need to communicate. Even if you're an extroverted introvert like Lon, you got to get up and impersonal with people. Number two, Lon says, test it with your customers. See if what you created actually solves their needs. And if it doesn't, iterate, iterate, iterate. Keep changing it until you make the match. Number three, Lon says, build the infrastructure around it, underneath it to support it, to give it legs. That is the key. Otherwise, your house is built on sand and it falls apart every single time. Lon, great advice. Awesome. All right. So, Lon, what's the number one uh, daily habit that you use to bring in new customers and grow your business? Well, it's nothing exciting or sexy here. Uh, the first thing that I do is I go through all my communication platforms. I'll spend whatever time is necessary on email. I'll get rid of the junk. I'll set the ones that need to be thought about. I set those aside so that I can uh, uh, dedicate some time to those. And then I got to get on LinkedIn. I got to get on Twitter. I got to get on Facebook and see what my customers are saying. See what they're saying about my product, saying about me. Looking through all of my Google alerts to see if anything has come up over the last 24 hours. So it's really listening to the conversations that are taking place around me. So I now know how to steer that ship, move it a little to the left, a little to the right, and then see which, which, which is a low hanging fruit and go after those prospects. I like that. It's, it's very simple, right? You just stay connected, tapped into the conversation. You already built structure with your social platforms so that you could just go right in and find out what's that shiny thing that's being highlighted right now in the conversation. And then say, okay, how can I create some innovation in that area for that need for this customer? Awesome. How do you stay inspired? Uh, take consistent action through the obstacles and challenges that sometimes make you feel defeated. <laughs> inspiration that's that's a really cool word i'm glad to be the root of that word is in spiritu and the greeks believe that the gods zeus in particular that when you got a really good idea oh no hang on startup nation we got phone calls coming <laughs> that was <laughs> zeus calling in awesome that he would actually when he wanted to give you a really brilliant idea he would touch your head and, and then transfer this inspirited, this inspirited idea. So I, I think about that a lot because that's what the goal always is, is how do you become inspirited with something that's really unusual? So now keeping the inspiration, that's very difficult because everything is against you in every possible way. I mean, you're fighting for the money, you're fighting for the customers. Uh, 
So it's hard. But every morning, you got to get up and look in the mirror. I mean, I get a little joke in my head. I say, okay, here's Marvelous Monday. Here's Terrific Tuesday. And I just keep saying that because if you have employees or consultants, people that work with you, contract employees, you got to be the cheerleader. You've got to come in every single day and you have got to be the most excited person that they know because they have to share that passion. But what do you do on the days when you're not feeling it, Lon? Don't go when in. You're just feeling like crap. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter. You can't take a day off. It's like being that parent we talked about. You don't want to get out of bed and get your kids dressed for school and feed them breakfast. Well, that's just too bad. <laughs> you have to get up and put on a happy face. It's what you signed up for. You had fun conceiving it. Now you got to deal with the consequences, baby. Love it. All right, Lon, let's, uh, so we're listening to Lon uh, Safko. You can find him at safko.com. That's S-A-F-K-O.com. Go check him out. See what this guy is creating in the world. I love what he's up to. I love his energy. He's a great guest. This is a provocative show. We got real about what's real. We got right <laughs> into your business, Startup Nation. All right. Maybe you were crying a little bit. Maybe your eyes were leaking because it was so real. It's like, Joseph, stop speaking to the very thing I'm trying to hide. Stop it. Stop it. Even though it's the very thing that will set you free. All right. So Lon, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? Yes, please. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur, Lon? Uh, the excitement of success. No question about it. Got it. What's your least from the failures? Two things. All right. What's your least favorite thing? The failures. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to deal with them and the constant struggle. It's that's hard. Got it. Let's get vulnerable again for a second. What are you most afraid of? Failure. I'm always afraid of failure. Because what do you do next? How do you cover it? How do you keep that face? But I'm only it's only temporary. Because then my second wind is, okay, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go under, around, over, through. This is only temporary. You can lose the battle, but you don't lose the war. Got it. And Startup Nation, I'll just add to that. What if you didn't even call it failure? What if you just said, well, that didn't work. Okay, what do I want to do now? Sometimes it's that little mental shift that changes everything. Lon, what did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Try to figure out how to build the infrastructure because I had never done it before. And it's monumental. Uh, the second thing in the second phase was rate, trying to raise venture capital because I really believe the idea needed to get jump started with venture capital. And that took 95% of my time away from running my business. And then eventually the venture capital cost me my business because the uh, investors uh, did a hostile takeover and took the company from them. <laughs> Whoa. Got it. What secret fear do you have about people, which plays into what you just said? What secret fear do you have about people or about yourself? Honesty. I mean, that's what this show seems to be about. I've never been this honest. <laughs> Not that I've ever lied in an interview, but I've never been this honest. Uh, yeah, you never know what people are really saying. They, they always tell you what you want to hear but it's not necessarily true. And there's a lot of times there's ulterior motives. So you always got to understand what's in it for me. If someone agrees to help you or to do something, what's in it for them? Why are they doing that? That's exactly it. Startup Nation, people, my guess have the common thing they keep saying when they come off the show, dude, you're the real deal. That's what they keep saying. You're the real deal, man. You ask the real stuff. It's uncomfortable. It's awkward, but you know what? I love it. 
because people want to hear this. So Lon, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? What the big picture was and how to work with real professional people. Like I said, some of the investors were very sophisticated and trying to stay ahead of them and understand what their motives were, especially during the hostile takeover. I didn't see it coming. I wish I understood that, that, that people could be that brutal in business. Yeah. I connect with you on that. I've had a few experiences myself, sir. Uh, what's a new habit that you want to form? Exercise. <laughs> I <it>. like, <laughs> what's a bad habit? Take yeah. care of myself. That's one of the things that I've always neglected. Uh, you know, you get, you're on those 21 hour flights to India, first class, you get off, you think of going to the gym, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> now, not after I, you see your billboard. I mean, come on, <laughs> who's going to the gym after you see a billboard of yourself? Thank you. You're like, I'm already great. That's fantastic. All right, uh, what's a bad habit you wanna break? Mm, trying to take on too many good ideas. Yeah, I got that. I'm focusing sometimes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I really come up with lots of ideas. I have a file cabinet full of folders. Each one of them could be a company that I would happily take out and test and, and try uh, because I keep coming up with good ideas. So focus sometimes is hard for me. Lon, I literally just uh, realized this week that I have a paper pile addiction. <laughs> you get what that is, right? Yeah, yeah I paper. pushed it off to the side so the camera would pick it up. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for that. Again. <laughs> I went to my office, got my paper shredder and spent all day Saturday, 10 hours on Saturday, shredding paper. That's a lot of paper. That's a lot of, I got bags, bags of shredded paper. Yeah, I could have started my own shredding, <laughs> paper yes. shredding business. All right. So pick three words to describe who you are now. Happy, uh, comfortable, and excited about the future. Love it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. <laughs> Optimistic, <laughs> enthusiastic, and scared. Got that. And last question, Lon, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife in the eye, and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Family's the most important thing, more important than anything that we've talked about on the show. I really get that. You're a big family man. I see it. That's awesome. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year? I'm going to say it again. You can't lose if you don't give up. It's just that simple. That's the most important thing in my career. Like you said, setbacks, they're not failures. There's just setbacks. They're just, I can't do it this way. So I have to figure out another way. If you keep trying, you keep trying different ways, you always succeed. I have always succeeded because I, was, I refuse to give up. Love it. And what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? Do you have a book or something they could get or something you want to give them? What do you got? Yeah, uh, Innovative Thinking Bible. That's something that I really wanted to do. That's 20 years in the making because I want people to be more innovative. If you can be more innovative and creative and apply it to everything in your life, your business, your ideas, your everything, uh, that's really important. You can find that on Amazon or you go to lonsafco.com and you can see that's more of my bio site where you can see some of these accomplishments as they happened. So Startup Nation, that's Lon Safko. Lon is L-O-N. Safko, S-A-F-K-O.com, lonsafco.com. Startup Nation, do you enjoy this show? 
Do you love listening to guests like Lon just getting real and all their face leaking on the show because they're like sharing what's real about what's real? Like, do you love that? Then go ahead, go to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Give a five-star review if you haven't yet. Uh, go to my website, josephwarren.net and send me a question. Send me a review, something like that. I'd like to read reviews and, and then share them on the show sometimes. Or if you have a question you want me to answer or my guest to answer, send it over. If you got something nasty to say to me, send that too. I like to laugh at people. It's fun. Send that to me. I'm just playing. All right. So, Lon, I just want to thank you for being our guest today and for going where very few people are willing to go in life into what's real. Thank you for that. You really were a fantastic guest. And I, I think we did a provocative show today. Thanks for being on. You're the best host I ever worked with. Thank you for letting me be on your show. Honestly. You're about to get me teary-eyed, brother. God bless. <laughs> Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.